Hi filmmakers, Jason Brubaker with Filmmaking Stuff, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California, and I'd like to welcome you to the show. Today I want to talk to you about why you have not made a film. Now obviously we have a lot of listeners on the show, and some of you are listening to this and saying, well Jason, I've already made several films. Okay, I get that, but as as a community that's working to help filmmakers make, market, and sell their movies, I want to I just today focus on those of us who have not yet made a film and the reasons why you haven't. So if you've already made a film, you might want to listen in on this because I think it's always good to revisit where you've come from and how you've overcome some of these similar challenges. But today, let's help the people who haven't yet made their films. So I'm talking to you, Mr. I Haven't Made My Film Yet. Um, and, and by the way, before I get into this, I, I want you to know that I understand what this is like because I grew up in rural Pennsylvania where the biggest aspiration was to work at the local factory or work at the local farm. And so when you start talking to people about your goals for making a motion picture, you know, sometimes you get a lot of weird looks. Sometimes you don't get like the support that you need because people just don't have that context for reality. So I want to acknowledge that. I also want to acknowledge that before you make a film, you are filled with a whole bunch of reasons why you can't make a film. So I just want to name some of the reasons why you can't make a film. And you let me know if you think I'm hitting a nerve here. Let me guess. You haven't made a film because you don't have the money. You don't have the time. Your, your family obligations are too high. How the heck are you ever going to be able to do what you wanted to do? My gosh. Um, what else? Uh, you, you certainly don't have the equipment. You don't know the cast. How, how are you going to make a film without actors? You don't know any crew, and even if you did know crew, they're not going to take you seriously. You don't have a screenplay. My gosh, I don't know how to write. I can't find a screenwriter, but I know I'd be a great director, right? Sound familiar? Uh, I, don't, I don't have the equipment, Jason. I really, really need the equipment. If I just had the equipment, I could make a film. Oh, really? That's interesting. And, and look, again, I could probably go on. Um, you know, you can fill in your blank with as many excuses as you possibly want. But bottom line here is I'm just going to say to you that the reason why you haven't made a film is because you haven't decided to make a film. You have not decided to make a film. Now, I want to go back to, to where I was coming from. You know, back in the day when I wanted to make a film, you actually had to shoot on film. I saved up all summer to buy an Airflex uh, BL 16mm camera, right? It was this big, bulky uh, camera. It was popular for film school students, and, and I, was, uh, I was working as a janitor at a local production company. I mean, this is, you, you can read about it on the blog, Filmmaking Stuff, My Story, but, you know, the one big job that I could get was, you know, I got to mop the floors two days a week at a production company, but I also got to go out on shoots as part of a reward, I guess. Um, but they had this Airflex BL camera that was collecting dust. So the funny thing is I worked there all summer and then I took that money and paid them to buy this Airflex BL camera. And then I got these uh, rolls of film and I shot a film. And you know, when you shoot a film on film, you, you, it's not just about like getting this camera. It's not just about buying the film, but then you got to get the film transferred to video. Uh, and then once it's transferred to video, that's when you do your edit and all that kind of stuff. Now, there is kind of a happy note to the story. I ended up, uh, when I moved to New York, I, I sold the camera and I got back everything uh, that, that I paid for it. So, you know, it wasn't like a loss and I was able to make my film, etc. But that's aside from the point. Everything that I just mentioned there was a huge barrier to entry. A huge barrier to entry. But man, these days things have changed. These days, there are people out there that are successfully creating motion picture quality content on their phone. Is it easy? No. 
No, it's not easy, but everything that I just described, it's never been easy, right? So why aren't you making that? Well, I don't want to make another filmmaker that just makes stuff on my iPhone. Okay, well, you're making excuses. And you're making excuses because you're violating the number one rule of entrepreneurial independent filmmaking. And what is that? That is this. Given the resources that I have right now, what is the film that I can make this year? Given the resources that I have right now, what is the film that I can make this year? Well, I don't know, man. I got an iPhone. Okay, great. Put your iPhone in your kitchen. Now, I want you to focus your iPhone on your refrigerator and hit record. Okay. All right. So now that you've hit record, how are you going to make this scene interesting? Well, I guess I could open the refrigerator and maybe when I open the refrigerator, uh, the bottle of mayonnaise is spilling and that bottle of mayonnaise is, is leaking down the refrigerator and it's going in the hole. And when it goes in that hole, that hole is in a whole other dimension. On the other side of the dimension, there's a guy sitting there and mayonnaise is dripping on his head. Okay. I just totally made that up. Okay. But my point of saying all this is there's stuff that you can do right now but you're not doing it. You're not doing it because you're making some sort of excuse. Something is blocking you and you're using excuses as a way to justify the fact that you're blocked. And I'm gonna guess that the reason why you're not being creative and doing the kind of goofy thing that I just mentioned to get something done is because you're afraid. And there's two major fears that I think people face. One is the fear that if you make a film and it sucks, you somehow think that, 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 that you suck. You don't suck. I guarantee every film that you make this year, even if you think it's brilliant, 10 years from now, you're going to think it sucks anyway. So you may as well make a film, right? That, that was my big block, by the way. I was afraid that if I even attempted something and I found out that I sucked, uh, then my career would be over. Um, you know, my career took some changes. I now work in film distribution full time. But nonetheless, I'm pretty happy with, with you know, the way my career led. And, and I want to help you at least take some steps towards where your career is going to lead you. The second big fear is a major one, and it's goofy, but it's fear of success. What if you're really good? What if this takes off? What if you get into major film festivals? What if you get all sorts of notoriety? How's that going to affect your wife, your kids, your family? How's it going to affect your friends that you've grown up with? Does that mean that you're going to have to leave town? Oh, I don't want to leave town. I don't want to have to change. I don't want to have to grow. And, and so sometimes... It's much easier for us, and, and you probably have some other fears too that I'm not really mentioning, but I'm going to say that fear is blocking your ability to take a step forward because I believe that you're creative enough. You're creative enough to leverage the resources that you have right now. And let's talk about that for a second. What is a feature film exactly? You know, what is a feature film? Well, I'm going to say it's 70 minutes. Um, some could argue that it's anything above 40 minutes in the world of distribution. That's typically the case. But if you want kind of a feature film that's going to kind of fit in with all the other feature films that are in the marketplaces, let's aim for at least 70 minutes. So what does that break down to? Well, 70 minutes is either 10 7-minute short films or 7 10-minute short films. Do you think you can make 7 10-minute short films or 10 7-minute short films? I bet you could. I bet you could do it, and I bet you could do it this summer. I bet you could shoot some scenes every weekend, and by the end of summer, you would have a feature film in the can. Now, whether or not you're going to do it is entirely up to you, um, and, and some of you still might be blocked, and you say, well, Jason, that's great. Everything you're saying about the iPhone and recording my refrigerator is one thing, but you know, I, I really just want to do something legitimate. And, and this was an email exchange I had with one of our email subscribers uh, earlier this week. And he was like, I just want to do something legitimate. And I was like, legitimate? 
What the heck is legitimate? What does that even mean anyway? Well, I just want, I just want distributors to take me seriously. Distributors? What the heck are distributors? Ladies and gentlemen, the world has gone digital. These days, you know, the idea of getting into popular marketplaces, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Fandango Now, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you don't necessarily need a distributor to access those marketplaces. Yes, one could argue for many of those, you're going to need an encoding house and, and a qualified aggregator. But nonetheless, there are some resources and services out there to get you from point A to point B. But let's really dive into what this term legitimate means. At the end of the day, you're building a product. You're making a product that hopefully is um, accepted by the audience, you know, accepted by people that really want to consume your product. And, and so when we talk about legitimate, let me give you some examples of legitimate. There's a filmmaker out there. His name is George Ford. You've probably seen his work. If you've been around the holidays and you go to somebody's house and, and lo and behold, they have a flat screen television on the wall and they're playing, drum roll please, they are playing a recording of a fireplace. It's called Fireplace for Your Home. And I want you to go ahead and Google that if you're not aware of it. But this is a gentleman that at one point had the brilliant idea to put his camera in front of a fireplace and record what happens next. And now it's become somewhat of a phenomenon and you can actually find this thing on, on Netflix. Is that a legitimate project? Is that legitimate enough for you? You know, so again, I don't get it. I, I think you're not being creative. I think you're thinking about this fantastic, you know, uh, like Indiana Jones style film that you've been dreaming about making and some sort of like fanboy fantasy for a really long time. But a lot of time has passed and you, and you should have been honing your craft. You should be making small projects on the weekend to lead up towards the bigger dream. You know, make small projects to build your craft. Now, I'm not saying you should do anything that's unsafe. You should never put anybody in physical harm or jeopardy. But I'm assuming that you could set up your iPhone in your kitchen and do something interesting with your refrigerator. I don't know why I keep going to that. I think I'm hungry. But I just don't get it. So, so if you're in this situation right now and, and you've been talking about this fantastic film that you're going to make and, and it's been longer than like three months, some of you it's been three years, some of you it's been three decades that you're still talking about this fantastic film that you're going to make someday. Well, I'm going to tell you that I want, so your task is to come up with, with a small project. Your task is to come up with a small project that you can get uber creative on, that you can be safe but creative, and it answers this big question. Given the resources that I have right now, what is the film that I can make this year? Anyway, this has been another fantastic filmmaking podcast. My name is Jason Brubaker. Uh, I run the website filmmakingstuff.com. You can always reach out to me, Jason at filmmakingstuff.com. And also, if you want to get on the Filmmaking Stuff uh, mailing list uh, so you can get some really awesome filmmaking tips directly to your inbox, go on over to freefilmmakingbook.com. And once again, freefilmmakingbook.com.